Good morning. This is Alicia Wellington. Caution. Beware of deception. The headline read, Must 18-year-old daughter apply to legally change her name? This was in order for her to confirm her gender identity and to distance herself from her father. In her documents, she stated categorically that she no longer wishes to live with or to be related to a biological father in any way, shape, or form. If you didn't know, she is a he who was born Xavier Alexander Musk. But it doesn't stop there. Zaya Wade is the eldest daughter of basketball star Dwayne Wade and her stepmom is the actress Gabrielle Union. It is said that at age 12, she told her parents, and I'm saying she, but it's a he, told her parents she was a trans girl, something her father believes she had known since she was three. You should know that Zaya, originally male, is dating a trans boy, female. In his documentary, What is a Woman? Matt Walsh interviewed a number of people in his quest to find an answer. He was almost at the point of despair when a female family counselor said she didn't know because she wasn't a woman. And even women at a woman's rally said they didn't know either. The common response was anyone who identified as a woman. By definition, deception means believing a lie as though it was the truth. Does one know if one is being deceived? Of course not. Because we have been trained to believe the lie. But on the basis of this definition, one can argue that anyone who is male and believes he is female is deceived. The challenge with our young people is that there are doctors, psychologists, pediatricians, parents, the US Congress, Canadian legislatures, mainstream media, social media, and their peers who are affirming the lie. I decided to search out the Bible to see if I can identify some of the characteristics of deception so that we can judge whether we as a society are deceived in this area or not. One of the most infamous accounts is when the Gibeonites deceived Joshua in Joshua chapter 9. What are some of the characteristics? Well, 
is a carefully crafted strategy intended to deceive. In Joshua chapter 9, 3, it says, However, when the people of Gibeon, when they heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and I, they resorted to a ruse. They went as a delegation whose donkeys were loaded with worn-out sacks and old wineskins, cracked and mended. And the men put on worn and patched sandals on their feet and wore old clothes. And all the bread of their food supply was dry and moldy. So they had pretended that they had come from a far distance. And if one were to look at the trans agenda, the strategy actually starts from birth where pediatricians are now saying that gender is assigned when you are not born, and that children don't need to identify with the assigned gender as they grow up. Children are then taught about gender identity in primary schools. Second, there is always a hidden agenda. It is intended for you to come into agreement or agree and believe the lie to protect the deceiver or advance his cause. And we can see that in Joshua 1, 6, and even verse 24. And I want to zero in on verse 24. Then, let's start with 22. Then Joshua summoned the Gibeonites and said, Why did you deceive us by saying we live a long way from you? while actually you live near us. Then, Josh, then they answered Joshua, your servants were clearly told how the Lord your God had commanded his servant Moses to give you the whole land and to wipe out all its inhabitants from before you. So we feared for our lives because of you. And that is why we did this. We deceived you. So what's the agenda? If not, in the trans world, to normalize homosexuality. Third, it is not easily discerned, especially by natural means. That is deception. You may have an inkling that not everything is right, but you just can't put your finger on it. In verse 7, it says, One of the men said to the Hivites, But perhaps you live near us. How then can we make a treaty with you? And we are seeing in the documentary and in the, the other um, videos and so on on YouTube where parents are dubious about this whole transitioning thing of their children. They're wondering about the, the, the long-term effects of it, but they just can't seem to pin it down. Fourth, it may be surrounded by tons of evidence or facts that may appear real, but are not the truth. And so in Joshua, it says that they answered, your servants have come from a very distant country because of the fame of your Lord, your God. And we have heard the reports of him and we did, and all that he did in, in Egypt. And then they went on and said that the, the elders told them to take provisions for your journey, go and meet them. We are your say we are your servants, make a treaty with us. They said our bread was warm when we packed it at home on the day that we left, but see it is dry and moldy and our sandals are worn out now for the long journey. So it's, it's, it's packed with evidence, lots of evidence. And there was a statement of saying false evidence appearing real, lots of 
evidence surrounding the deception, but they are not the truth. Fifth, it is discoverable in prayer or through the Spirit of God. It says that the men of Israel, they sampled their provisions, so they relied on their natural um, on, on, on their natural faculties, their, their, their taste, their, their, their sight, but they did not inquire of the Lord. And this is a very, very important point for us to inquire of the Lord about a matter that doesn't seem to be lining up. Six, you cannot get out of deception easily says then joshua made a treaty of peace with them and let them live and the leaders of the assembly ratified it by oath but the israel three days later they found out the truth and it says but the israelites did not and they could not attack them because the leaders of the assembly had sworn an oath to them by the lord the god of israel and we are seeing in these interviews that persons who have transitioned, it is said that within seven years, they become suicidal. They regret it tremendously. It is not an easy transition. In addition to that, we are told that it costs about $1.5 million for each trans person. And so this is big money, but they are not able to get out of the situation that easily. And seven, it robs you of the fullness of God's promises. In verse 21, it says, they continue, let them live, but let them be woodcutters and water carriers for the entire community. So the leaders promise to them was kept. And so Joshua saved them from the Israelites and did not kill them. That was not God's full promise and God's intention. They were to be annihilated. So are we deceived? Sailor, God bless you. Have a wonderful day.